0: Man, I was, I'm fighting back tears like, just talking to you because you are grounding me. You are that person that I need because I don't have my, my wife here, my kids. My mom is no longer around. Like Everybody's in Texas. Like, I, I'm here by myself. Then I had a guy catch a one-handed catch that my son talked about to this day. And I'm like, shut <laughs> that That me for a very, very long time. But that's why I say like, I don't have the opportunity or the luxury to go into the tank. It's an island. I've been an island for 10 years in some games. like That game, I felt like Am I the only person
1: dying right now? He is killing me right now, Jesus! Help me!
2: Welcome into the lounge. This is going to be one of our best episodes.
3: I think so too. You know, we're feeling much better this week. You know, last week was kind of down. Tough loss to the Steelers. Now... We're talking playoffs, you know. I made reservations for a nice steakhouse in Minnesota the first uh, weekend in February. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm on. That. that's reservations for two, right? Oh yeah, nice. I, I, I you, went you covering ahead. my drinks. No, this is re- I make the reservations. You get the tab. Ah, that's how, ah that's how it works. That's how it works. Yeah, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. That's <laughs> what I'm bringing it. I know you're so generous. <laughs> anyway, you know the podcast bump was
2: in full effect. Uh, against the Browns. Judon, big sack, tackle for loss. Uh, He had a good game. So we decided to double down on that and go with another Grand
3: Valley State product. Double down on the podcast bump and bring in cornerback Brandon Carr. We're really excited about that. We're going to get to our interview with Brandon here in a second. But before we do that, uh, as always, we would love to hear from you guys. And you can send us your emails and your comments and your questions uh, to the email, the lounge at ravens.nfl.net. Uh And we have this audio question. We love the audio questions. Love the audio questions. This one is from Dylan Diggs.
1: Hey, guys. Dylan Diggs from Frederick, Maryland calling in here with my son, Paxton Diggs. If you guys remember, I called back in May um, when he was just born um And I said that he'll be a Ravens draft pick in some 20 years. Um, I still stand by that. You guys asked what position it would be. I think, given how angry he gets at times um, and how small he is, he's in the bottom percentile, I think he's going to be like a Steve Smith. Um, so I just wanted to call in and say keep up the good work. Um, I, I'm hoping that we get into the playoffs Um and beat the Steelers because my sister-in-law and her family are all um, Steelers fans. I know Paxton. That loss was rough, and um, you know my last suggestion is to have an All-Star Ravens um, historical draft. Maybe Mink can win that one. All right, thanks, guys. Bye.
3: So thanks, Dylan, and most importantly, thanks to Paxton. We appreciate the question. I appreciate the the call, so to speak. I, I was on a radio interview. Were you? Did you see this? Yeah, you basically were the same as Paxton, Paxton <laughs> with your kid just making all sorts of noise.
2: Oh, my kid's like a year, a little over a year and a half, and it was way worse than the noise <laughs> Paxton was making. And I, you guys,
3: whisked him away, thankfully. But it can be tricky. Yeah, it can be tricky. I'm, I've been there. But uh, anyway. I like like his idea, by the way. Maybe we'll come up with another draft, and one of these drafts you'll be able to win. One of them. i won multiple drafts. The people have spoken. You haven't won any of them, but we'll try to come up with something to just kind of throw you a bone, give you some confidence, you know, just make you feel a little... I need a rebound game. Yeah, you need a rebound game. Homecoming (laughs) game. Yeah, who are we going to schedule? Who are we going to schedule for that homecoming game? (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. Before we get to that, we are going to have a Ravens giveaway. Garrett, give them the details on this. Yeah, so if you guys have been following us on social media over the past uh, over this month, we've been giving away something every single day, some awesome swag. Yeah. Some really good How swag. How much did you skim off the top? I really wanted to. Some of these prizes come in and I'm like, you know, I'll, it's a $500 gift card. So it'll be a $400 gift card. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, I wish. I wish I could do that. I'm too honorable of a man. That's why yeah, we don't right. let you run the giveaways. Because yeah. if it was you running it, they would be walking out the back door. <laughs> um, no, but we have an awesome giveaway. Uh, we're going to be giving away a signed football by Marshall Yanda and also three hours of free limo service from Z-Best Limos. It's pretty awesome. Um, and so we're going to give away the code word for that a little later in this episode. So that's oh. a team Oh, yeah. That's a so we gotta You got to listen. Stay you got to listen. No fast forwarding. Yeah. No <laughs> fast forwarding. We're gonna give away that code word a little bit later for our friends at Z Best Limo. So, uh, with that said, let's go ahead and welcome in our friend Brandon Carr. Let's start out talking a little football
2: here. We're gonna get into your personal life and stuff like that, and kind of, you know, behind the curtain a little bit. But we'll talk a little football off the start. So, was Sunday's game ceiling interception. I'm on Snapchat right
1: now. <laughs> <laughs> I see, y'all see Levine do it, so you know, gotta be a follower, man. You have to return <laughs> serve, huh? <Yeah.
2: laughs> was Sunday's game ceiling interception the easiest of your 10-year career?
0: Oh, man. It looked easy? <laughs> it was right yeah, there.
2: Yeah, yeah. I I, I'm f- not going to say that I could have made that interception, <laughs> but I maybe could have made that interception.
0: <laughs> well, you know, it just came from... Uh, I mean, the play kind of started off wacky with just their formation was kind of odd where they put the tight end on the outside. So mm-hmm. normally Levine was supposed to go out there and had a tight end, and, and myself and Maurice supposed to check the two receivers on the inside. Okay. Um, so that just kind of threw us off. Um, the motion tight end back in. Okay. So I'm running back in trying to, like, make it right, but everybody locked in to their man, so I'm like, okay, let me stay on here. I got 87, <laughs> they take their guy. So i seen the the pick screen fail, right? Right. To, um, to Gordon. Right. But okay, that play's dead. Rookie quarterback. Uh, flashbacks the last time I played when he's tired to scramble. Like get get ready for you know get ready for a pass. Right, right. Uh, errant throw. So my tight end went to go block, which was illegal. You know can't block wire. Right, downfield. right. 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 So I get off of him. I'm just gonna fall back to the end zone. Then just like this this play in center field and just kind of watch his eyes and right. Right. the flow of everything. And I seen the running back kind of go behind me. I took a step back and he let it fly. So I'm looking at him like, oh. <laughs> too easy, I guess, right? <laughs> Whatever. Well,
2: after, after you explain it, that see, there's a lot more. You know, I don't know that I would have had all those same thoughts go through my head. There's a lot that
3: goes
0: into it, man. It's true. Play.
3: I guess we're just thinking of once the ball was in the air, I was like, that one, that was a floater right to him. But all that stuff before, that's, a little bit, that's above our heads. I,
0: I needed that one, man. You know, it was just, it's just been, been a long week, a long two weeks, and I had to kind of bounce back, uh, yeah. play hard this game, just trying to just focus in on just just being my best every single play and just letting let last play go. And you know, just kind of fell into my lap, and it was yeah. a, a game-changing, kind of a stop their their uh, momentum, so to speak, sure. and is going into making 20 what, 17, a yeah, one-score would, ball game. Yeah, made a one-score game. Yeah. Uh, so I guess it was pretty big. And I look back at it. Yeah, so. for sure.
3: You know, after the game, you get the game ball, and you kind of talked about how it was a tough week and all that. But what did that mean? You get into the locker room, and I'm sure you've gotten game balls over the course of your career, but you get there and you're rewarded with that in in that moment.
0: I mean, it just it just. Um, just reaffirms to myself, like just continue to stay the course, man. Continue to do your part. Be professional at all times. You going to have bad games, bad days, good days, good games. But you have to just stay even keeled, man. Just continue to be yourself, and you know I was rewarded with that. But the biggest reward that I've got, man, I just checked my email, which is crazy. I don't I don't check it all the time, but I checked it today, and um, OJ has sent me a message, an email before the game. Oh wow! So I just read it at home, you know, fighting back some tears and stuff. I was like, man, that's pretty. That was pretty um, motivating. And just for somebody that's – somebody's always watching you. So, you know, somebody's yeah. always watching you, whether you know it or not, whether they're miles away or up top here or wherever. Somebody's always watching you. So I always make it my duty to, you know, be professional all the time and just try to be a, a role model for those that, you know, that are watching me. I don't know if watching.
2: Can, can you share it all a little bit of what OJ's message was? Um, basically,
0: said? he just talked about um, – the week I had, like, the game of last week. Right, the Pittsburgh game. Yeah, I'm just um, he's just curious to see how I was going to respond this week. You yeah. know, he's he's been watching me ever since I've been here in April, you know, how I prepare and just train, and, you know, I catch a pick and take it back 100 yards and just try to, you know, get myself ready. Right. He's just curious to see how I was going to respond, and uh, I think I was up to the challenge this week. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well,
2: that was one thing, like, when even when we spoke during the week. I mean, you know, I, I was one of the reporters that interviewed you in Pittsburgh after that game, and you stood up and just, you know, you were upfront about it, you know, about the game that you had, and it wasn't, it wasn't like the worst game, but it wasn't your best game, you know, and then during the week, you know, I came to talk to you again uh, at your locker about how are you going to bounce back against the Browns, and like, I was just so struck and impressed by the way that it was like Pittsburgh hadn't happened. So it's interesting to hear from you. Like there was a lot of internal struggle. I though. never
0: watched the film. <laughs> <laughs> I just watched it um after the game this past week. I watched both of no the games. Way. Yeah, I didn't watch them. I'm not watching you this. Just the, you were just burned that you're just like No, nope. I knew how I play. I didn't like it. I didn't want to see it. I didn't want to continue to beat myself up over it. Yeah. Get rid of it. Let's get to the next week, man. Get the get energy back going. Some great things happened after that game. Yeah. That kind of just jump started my week to just those it's, it's a game you know it's a game we play football it means a lot to a lot of people but this at the end it it's a game right and people go through a lot of things in life that it's not a game you know yeah. and then like so i had a situation happen after that um I, that monday i went to go get food and i said like, let me get some dessert so i went to this restaurant to get a milkshake <laughs> and i was pulling to the parking lot and i seen like a you know like a homeless guy or whatever talking to a couple but they just like kind of ignored me and walked away so I'm parking and he's like standing there in front of me, like in front of my car, and he's like looking at my car, like oh, that's nice. I'm just like, okay. I said, give, give me a second, man, because I know you want to ask for some money or whatever. Yeah. Um, I normally don't give money, but just when the feeling is right, you know, you just yeah. but this one took a step further. I got out and something inside of me said, Let me just talk to him. I said, What's your story, man?
2: Yeah.
0: This guy was so brilliant, man, like the way he talked, he was a uh a veteran mm. on the streets, been out out of service for like what eight years or something was like one of the highest clearances that there that there were so I guess whatever happened he had to get gone and and, and move around um, but just to just to hear him talk about what he's been through in life and his day and to talk about the game and when he finally I finally told him who I was like how he just acted and things I'm just like I said man I was I'm fighting back tears I like, just talking to you because you are grounding me you are that person that i need because i don't have my my wife here my kids my mom is no longer around like everybody's in texas like, I, i'm here by myself and right. you out of all people are the person that kind of like brought me back to life to get me going for this week so his wow. name is joshua so i took a picture sent him an email joshua joshua19 is what i um sent, sent to him so i mean it's just little stuff in life that if you if you're aware and awake man it can kind of get you back on your path that for your purpose you know that's
2: awesome yeah. well, that hopefully so? joshua is a podcast listener too <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know. I'll find him again. <laughs> Shout out to Joshua. Shout out to Joshua. <laughs> he <laughs> Hear this, buddy.
3: Is, this, is that something you've ever done before, or was that just something you felt like in that moment you just needed to have the conversation with this person? Because that seems like it would be pretty rare. I mean, I've never done that. I know? thought
0: about it while I was sitting down and talking to him. And but I, I mean, it wasn't no fear. I, I go off my intuition and my. I, I'm a vibey person. I go off vibes and stuff. And he just felt like a genuine person that just. He probably needs somebody to talk to as well. I mean, he wanted to have somebody sit and have a conversation, a meal, um, yeah. and work both ways. But I mean, I always, I'm making my duty, man, just to, to service others, man. It's, it's bigger than me. It's bigger than Brandon Carr, whatever this is, whoever I am as a person, man. I feel like my purpose is to roll my sleeves up, you know, get dirty, get in the mix with everybody else. And while fans, whatever may call you a superstar, celebrity, all those things, but I'm like, that's just temporary, just for now. I'm using that to get into these different circles and help the people that really need to be helping things.
3: Mm-hmm. That's really cool. That's really cool. So, so obviously that event kind of helps you get over that game. I mean, when does that, when you go from that game and then you're going towards the Browns game, like what is your thought process during that week? Is it a while to get over it? I mean, you joked about not watching the film. I mean, how long does that process take? What what kind of, you know, evaluation do you go through in your mind?
0: It took me about... Um like three days, honestly. it did. Yeah, because so,
3: you know the cliche answer is like, oh, as soon as I got off the field, I was right. over that's it, a and lie. I'm like, I, I, that's <laughs> a lie. Yeah, that's
0: a lie, right? <laughs> no, after I, I got off the field, I just kept on like I was quiet, quiet. I just started yelling. And I'd be quiet. I got as soon as I got my car from the plane, she probably could have heard me back, and you could have heard me in uh, Australia. <laughs> I was just ah, just going crazy, just oh, get it wow. out, get it out. But um, just shaking back, and like my my coach, uh, coach Chris Hewitt, uh, did a great job this week. Little stuff, man. Just asked me. Are you okay? <laughs> Nobody's ever asked that before. I'm right. like, I'm all right. I could do this everything Like, no. Mentally, are you okay? I said, dang. <laughs>
2: you,
0: you care. So, you know, when a person cares for you, like, I I don't know how you you guys do, but when people care for you, like, you just, you give more. You, you open up more. You give yourself more. And you just become more comfortable within the surroundings now. You know, right. I felt like it's an island. I've been mean, out island for 10 years in some games. Like, that game, I felt like, Am I the only person out here right now? I'm like, man, it's killing me right now. Jesus. Help me.
1: Help me. I can't keep up. Jesus.
0: <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> and my teammate did a good job just telling me, like, man, you're not out there by yourself. Like, certain plays they want back as well. So it just kind of helped me, like, okay, we all had plays on the field that we wanted back. Right. So I'm not this only person feeling this way. So we all just shook it off and let's get back to doing our thing man dominating so, right yeah.
2: is antonio the the tough is he the best receiver in the game right now after after that game
0: man i he is a he is great man so i feel like that was his first game getting off on me i've been playing him for a lot of years now had you
2: you match up for him yeah against i've him played playing a, a lot of
0: years now that was like his first First game, you know, having his way. So to speak. when yeah. I see him on TV doing the different DBs, I'm like, dang, he finally got me. So I'm like, shake it off, man. That's what I said. I played for ten years. It's whatever. I've mean, had a few bad games. I mean, had a guy catch a one handed catch that my son talked about to this day. And I'm like, shut uh. But it encouraged him to do one handed catches now. So he got a, he's a great catcher as well.
2: Hey. So when we were getting ready for this podcast. We were debating in the cafeteria whether we would ask you about the Odell oh man, I don't,
0: I don't care, man. You know, it's a uh, I wish it wasn't me, but at the same time, man, it had to be somebody. And I look at I that mean, play. I look at that play, man. I said that was some great defense all the way up until that pass interference. That he threw me down.
1: Right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> offensive, offensive. Yeah. Right. But you know, was, uh, that haunted me for a very, very long time. But that's why I say, like, you learn from your experiences. Like, I'm here now. I don't have. I don't have the opportunity or luxury to. Going to the tank like I did, that tanked me for a while. You know, it really? just kept my momentum, my confidence, and I didn't get that question from my coach asking me, was I all right? Like, I didn't get that right. that concern. So it just kind of messed with me in a different way. But now I'm like, okay, situation happened again. This is another test for me. Am I going to pass this test? Am I going to bounce back or I'm going to let this one game kill me for the last? We got three more games, we got to win and get to the playoffs. It doesn't, right. that's okay. It's done, bro. Let's get to the next one. So that's what, like this was my first real tests of adversity away from home with my new surroundings and just me being myself and, uh, and you know, passed. I, I think I've passed. i just yeah. got to keep on going and, and continue to build on, on last week's uh, effort.
3: Yeah. yeah. All right, so we want to talk about kind of your story a little bit. You're drafted in 2008 in the very first round. Um, and, sorry, fifth round, fifth round, sorry. <laughs> I
2: thought that was uh, earlier joking. Yeah,
3: right, fifth round. That was a good one.
0: Right.
3: And, and you start, what I was gonna say, you start your very first game. Yes. You start your very first game and you've gone on and started 158 games Oops. in your career. So when you get drafted, I mean, when guys are drafted mid to late round, people don't assume necessarily that they're gonna start really at any point and you start right away, you win that job and then you've never come off the field. I mean, how mind boggling, it's mind boggling to me. I mean, how mind boggling is that to you?
0: Um, honestly, it's not at all. I mean, where I'm from, like, we, we, we've been built up, like, to be so resilient, but, like, we just had this this, diff- this confidence about us. Um, from high school, when I first started training, my, my very first trainer, before we knew about trainers, was a guy, Jerome Batson, um, 11th grade. Started training myself and, like, three or four of my friends. The first day I went to his facility, I didn't want to play football no more. Huh. We worked out hard, but the last workout was we went to this back room, probably no bigger than this, and we did like abs, <laughs> abs and push-ups, abs and push-ups. You're like, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> and I went home and I just tossed and turned and I just couldn't sleep. I was just, I was I was done. I played I'm a basketball player. Right. Football, I just do it because my brother was a starting quarterback, so I'm gonna play. I'm pretty good too, whatever. So right. I did it.
2: You're gonna be the next Flintstone.
0: Yeah, right. That's why I went to Michigan <laughs> State, play ball. Right, like right. Charlie Ward was my, my idol. He played basketball, football into Florida State. So right. that's what to would be like. Um, okay. So the next day, not going. No answer the phone. Don't call me. My friends like hey, two o'clock. No. <laughs> <laughs> so I got, I got it. I got smart. They coming over. Whatever. Ran, I went upstairs to the bathroom. Can't come up here. Doom, 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 doom. You know, my friends. They come in the house. Open the door. Walk past. Hey, Miss Car. He upstairs. Right upstairs. Hey, bro. Let's go. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Dragging you out of the room. Dang.
0: <laughs> and ever since then, man, he just put something like a put a put this seed and planted seed inside of me like. That you can do whatever you put your mind to, man. I've always been like the underdog, the little guy with goggles on the basketball court, <laughs> getting fouled, my lenses pop out. You know, my dad was my coach, so like I got a battle. People think that I'm not good because my dad's my coach, so I'm right. playing, but no, I'm really good. I'm making all tournament teams travel across the, the, the nation. So like I had confidence in myself. Uh, got, to, got to college, I'm like, I'm not going to redshirt. Like I'm, I'm going D2. Like, who redshirted the D2? That's how, that's, that's how we talked. So I went there. I looked at the, at the roster. I so I'm going to take your spot, your spot, your spot. like like, uh, oh, sophomores and juniors. I'm like, right. you ain't played yet, so that's the reason. So I'm going to come in. So I came in, right. redshirted my first game, went to the game, drove to Ferris State about an hour drive, and witnessed the cornerback, like, broke his ankle, dislocated his foot or something, not knowing. But the next week, get called in like, we're going to start dressing you. Oh, so next game comes around. My family there, they all excited. Oh, wow. Did not play. <laughs> Did not play. Like, okay, okay, cool, cool. But the next week, put me in like in my, it's an O-key package, my little nickel package. It uh-huh. was on and popping since then, and I never, I never looked back. And then I got to the NFL. Wow. It was the same, same mindset. I just want to get my foot in the door. I know it's going to be harder. I'm um, probably go to a team that I don't want to. Go to which was Kansas City. I knew I was gonna go there when I went to the visit. I was like, This is so boring here, but it reminds me of Allendale, Michigan. <laughs> the, the, the system was the same system we, we played in in college, the shuffling corner, corner, and all that stuff. Right. I was like, This is where I'm going in. Like, was at home, draft day. For was it three three days back then, right? Three yeah, days, yeah. first day, second day. I knew I wasn't getting drafted first day, whatever. <laughs> second, second day, I'm like, It's a slim chance, but no. Third day, we get up, go have breakfast, come back home, watch a little bit. I see like three corners go. I said, Oh, it's okay. This might be the corners day. Flying, A lot of corners. Like right. 25 corners went out in 08 wow. or something. And so I was like, man, hey, too much going on. Went outside, I was like, let me play basketball. I started shooting around. My dad almost fell out the door. <laughs> the phone. I was <laughs> like, oh, here we go. Her Melwitz. Oh wow.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Nice. Carl Peterson. I'm like, okay. So boom, I was just like, You're you my you're my um you're my birthday gift, birthday present. Oh. That was pretty cool. Get there, man. It was just like when I got there, I just had to had to grind, had to work, beat this, beat some guys out their spots. Great. Uh, it was the third corner. It just so happened that first game against the the Patriots was Tom Brady. The, the game he got hurt. Oh yeah, our and then that's oh, when Matt yeah. Castle became Matt Castle. Yeah. So that was my first start. Randy Moss, Tom Brady, all those guys. Like it was oh, yeah. it was crazy, man. That's I just, I remember that bus ride ride into Foxborough through the neighborhoods and stuff. Just yeah. like, Did
2: you guys I, win that game after
0: he went down? No, we lost, man. We we lost by I want to say it's four or something because mm-hmm. we had a took a slant all the way down to the five or something. Yeah, just couldn't get in at the end of the game and uh, we had them though. But like just um, my mindset was always just give me opportunity I'm gonna make the most of it. And like yeah. I said, I started nickel so that was my first start, which was nickel. And then the next game I started nickel as well, so that was another start nickel. And the second game was when Pat Sertan, ended up hurting his shoulder. And he was, like, pretty much done for the rest of the year. So yeah. I got those first two starts on the steal of Nickelback nickel. Nickel coming in and start the game. And then my next, after that, was just Outside 156 starter. more games later, just straight wow. base coming in. So it was,
3: uh... What's the closest you ever come to missing a game? Yeah. Um,
0: 2013 was a rough year for me. I was battling, like, um, never really got the real answer, but, like, uh, chronic Achilles... Um, chronic Achilles injury, like after our la- like Jimmy, yeah, just like I be, that's why I was trying to talk to him and stuff about it. But like right after Atlanta game, got off the plane, man, I'm like I couldn't even move my foot, like I'm just dragging it, and just went that way. You know, I'm I'm a soldier, so I'm a battle back, whatever. I get it going, I play. I don't know how I'm playing, so I had discussion with like some of my guys in my circle, like man, should I shut the, shut it down because you like you gonna start putting out bad film and stuff, or yeah, like should I just keep right. keep thugging it? So I'm like let's just keep grinding this thing out, man, and. and started just seeing different people and just started learning about my body and just what's going on never still have an answers so f- still battling now it's a little <laughs> bit better yeah really so I went, the achilles I played, yeah i played my whole 13 until i left dallas with that whole up and down achilles thing wow. like my parents they finally realized what this game was really about when they came to visit me and my mom just seemed like throughout the week just be walking, to like dragging and slow but you know, on game day she'd see my mom out there like just just flying i get back home be like oh all I have is three hours. How do you
2: do that? I mean, uh, is it just adrenaline?
0: What is crazy. it? Probably crazy. It's probably crazy. It's <laughs> adrenaline because when I come, when I pull up here, sometimes I'm, I'm limping. I got the car, like there's something about it. I just I start walking like stronger. I get better. I don't like to show weakness around here. That's right. probably what it is. Like I like to just I love the game so much, and then when it's over, it's gonna be over. So um, I feel like I can fight through these things. Like I train hard. We train put ourselves in so many crazy situations that. I feel like I can play on some of these injuries, you know. Yeah. So.
2: Funny story off that, just as a side real quick, is when I, I broke my fibula like three years ago or four years ago or something, right? So being a reporter for the team, you definitely don't want to show weakness. You know, I'm surrounded, <laughs> I'm surrounded by football players who are actually getting really hurt, right? I didn't know I broke my fibula. I thought i just twist my ankle. So I'm like coming in here. And I'm like doing the same thing. I'm kind of like limping, trying not to look like I'm injured or whatever because I don't want to look like, you know, I'm soft. Right. And uh and then, so I didn't go to the doctor for, like, a month or so. And my wife finally, like, the swelling did not go out. I had, like, a tree trunk down there. My wife finally forced me to go to the doctor. Broken fibula, like, it was, like, almost needed surgery or whatever so then i come in on crutches after a month of living around people are like what the hell <laughs> man? now you're on crutches like
3: oh i got even more abuse so you yeah see what he's, you see what he's doing he's trying to compare
2: whatever yeah, see he's doing you know, you know. basically i know how it is yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> exactly. that's a yeah. cool story essentially you
2: know like when i almost made that pick you know i could have made that pick yeah, I right, play through right. Andrew, you know same thing you know <laughs> right. i did have a dream last night that i was on one of joe flacco's receivers Honestly, I got a, I had a dream that they called me into practice, and Joe kept throwing me garbage passes, and so
3: I couldn't show my skills, and I was getting pissed off. That would have been a nightmare for Joe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, it's a nightmare for Joe. <laughs> Back to Brandon. We, we know to you got We know you got a roll here soon, Brandon. Um, yeah. Oh. So we don't want to make you late for the team meeting. We
0: yeah, got three minutes.
3: Huh? We got three minutes, right? Okay. All right. So before we go, we want to ask you about your community work because that's something that I know that you love. You're passionate about it. Um, where does that come from? Is it from your parents? Like, How did that all kind of originate and what does that mean to you?
0: I think it's from my parents directly. This is my family. My two aunts and my mom were teachers in the Flint communities. Uh, my mom was 30, 33 years, she's the youngest, and they, so they've like 40s, 40 years plus teaching in the Flint school. So just seeing them, the effort they put in, not only but teaching, but mentoring these kids, providing for them, everything that I'm doing, they was doing it back then for the community and their kids. Uh, kind of like my oldest aunt was like around the time of the Black Panthers when they first came into Flint. So they was, the original intent was like to help the community. So she was all into that type of thing. Um, my dad was my AAU basketball coach from the age of nine until 17, so I graduated. And just seeing him like just firsthand, a coach and a dad and a father figure, all those things and just the stories he had for us. Back then, I was like, oh, Dad, you know, going to talk about whatever you old school whoop. Yeah. <laughs> my friends was listening, and then we got older, we started talking. They was like, man, your dad really helped me with this. I'm like, Dang, he is really cool. I want to <laughs> be like him. And, but I'm like, I am like him. I'm acting like him right now. So yeah. it's just what I've seen those, my parents put into the community and to different, uh, my peers around, um, around the country. And I was like, man, I want to do something like that. my dad always preached to me, like, when I find... Uh, when I get that platform find your niche like find something you want to do you have to do everything or whatever everybody else doing. do what you want to do and uh, education was something big in my heart because my mom always I preach it like teacher. football win lose a draw what's your grades like are you passing how are you mentally and all those things so that's right. what it's about and just uh, you can't play sports without education and I feel like reading is an even bigger issue because a lot of kids like their confidence and a lot of the problems you see I think arise from not having that foundation, can't comprehend, can't articulate what's going on inside you to be able to express it. And then it turns into going to school and trying to be like the cool person or the clown and not dissing the schoolwork, which is gonna actually help you down the road to get the next person out of your situation as well. But um, when I started digging into it, literacy was like, it was big, it was a big problem, not only amongst children, but adults as well. So I'm like, the adults don't know, can't teach the kids, so let me just start with these kids first and get the foundation right. So we can get them on their way in because they're gonna be taking care of us when we get older and we keep breaking our legs and stuff, right? <laughs> <laughs> So that's what it came down to, man.
2: Right, right. Cool. Well, Brandon, thank you so much, man. Thank yeah, a thank really so yeah, right enjoying it. Appreciate Absolutely. It. Cool. Well, great stuff from Brandon. I hope we didn't make him late for the team meeting. Uh, because he literally just sprinted out the door. But <laughs> yeah. I'm saying sprint you know, he looks like he's healthy. Yeah. I can tell because he is sprinting down the team. <laughs> you know he'd throw us under the bus too. He walks in one minute late, Harv's, Where the hell have you been? Garrett and Ryan. yeah. The first oh, yeah. words
3: out of his mouth, I guarantee. It. Oh yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he was great. I mean, we should. I mean, we could t- totally have him come back and spend even more time with him. We left a little meat on the bone there. I kind of feel bad about telling my stupid story about my broken bone. I know you're telling your dumb story right in the middle know, of like crunch time.
2: I didn't realize that we were tied
3: up against the clock. <laughs> yeah, it's like basically, basically the the shot clock is winding down, and, and you start you start dribbling, you start dribbling t- between the legs doing and one stuff as five, four, three, <laughs> two. Shot clock just runs out. Thank, That's what God, just did. thank God you dished it to brand. He jacked up the three there at the yeah, end. Yeah, yeah, he, he switched <laughs> nothing but net. All right, and before we go, we want to let people know the code word. You've probably been listening intently, waiting on this the entire time. Again, this is for our 25 days of giveaways. Uh, and what you can do, you can email us at the lounge at ravens.nfl.net. First person to do that is gonna be the winner of With this the code word. prize. And the code word is hashtag podcast bump. Do they have to have the hashtag in it? Or can uh, they just say podcast bump? If they forget the hashtag, whatever. I'll we'll go ahead and give it to Well, it's like, yeah, I don't got to get too picky on but that. But you
2: better just have podcast bump in that email.
3: Yeah, and so again, the email for that is the lounge at ravens.nfl.net. The winner of that will win three hours of free limo service from Z-Best Limos here in Baltimore and also the signed football by Marshall Yanda. Can take that limo straight to get some nice winter beers yeah right
2: drop you got a dd yeah perfect (laughs) (laughs) so thank you for listening as always and uh we'll be back with you next week after another win another dubs over the indianapolis colts